Welcome to the 100 Master Coaches series featuring master coaches from around the world. Let's journey together on this 100 Master Coaches series with your host, Coach Mel, MCC. Peter Busby moved from England to Italy in 1992. His uniqueness as a master certified coach comes from the blend of these two cultures. His Britishness has made him respectful towards others, a very good listener, and always on time. And combined with his Italian friendliness, warmth, and flexibility. Peter has over 3,000 coaching hours, and coaches fluently in both English and Italian around the world, helping professionals succeed. Now on to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the 100 Master Coaches Show. This is Coach Mal, and today on the show, my special guest comes all the way from Rome, Italy. He is none other than Peter Busby. Welcome to the show, Peter. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I'm going to applaud you too. Thank you, Coach Mel, for the invite. It's great to be here. You know, I had the pleasure of meeting you in person. Now, this is, this is probably one of those rare occasions where I have actually met someone that has come onto the show. <laughs> Yeah, it was at Villa Tortolonia, if you remember, mm. Mel. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. And we went for a walk. And then we <laughs> sat outside a very famous person's house. I will not name the person, but that was a beautiful conversation that we had, I remember. It was. And um, maybe we can mention the architect. <laughs> it's um, Giuseppe sure. Valadie. So he designed or he built or was the architect behind the villa. Mm. And it's a famous villa in Rome, Villa Tolonia, and it's beautiful and it was a beautiful day. It did rain at the end, but we didn't mind. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, <laughs> once again, thank you for coming onto the show. I would love to start where you want to start on the river today. So where shall we begin, Peter? Wow. <laughs> what a good question. Thank you for that, Coach Mel. Maybe we can flow along, along the river of a little bit about me because mm -hmm. I'm a little bit different, I think, from, well, as Oscar Wilde would say, be yourself. Yeah. Everybody else is always because already taken. Taken, yeah. So maybe a little bit about me. Yeah. I am from London in the UK. I have been living in Italy now since 1992. That sounds wow. that sounds like a long time. It sounds like it is decades. It is decades. decades. I moved here because of my girlfriend. I met my girlfriend in London. She was there for something called Erasmus. Mm -hmm. And we met and we fell in love. And she said, what next? <laughs> <laughs> okay, can yeah. I just say that was a powerful question, by the way. <laughs> Very. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and give you a powerful answer. Um. So I said, well, I will come over and do the same thing. So I did Erasmus as well in Italy. I spent a year mm. studying mm. Italian wow. culture, language, you know, everything. And then I thought, you know, am I ready to work yet? And I said, no. <laughs> so I did like a postgrad. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I have a degree in economics now. And after the postgrad, which lasted a further year, mm. one of the companies that the master course partnered with it's a clothing company mm. i ended up working for them for their marketing team and that and it kind of went from there i just started working in marketing i was working in sales i was working for different companies and i spent about 20 years 
Wow. You know, the marketeer, the marketing hat, selling things. Yes. Convincing people to buy things from us. And yes. I've been, you know, different places in Italy doing all of this. And that was many mm. years. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and you know, uh, when I was there in Italy, you know, I just love everything about it. Right? You know, the food, the culture, the people. And of course, um, I, I did see a lot of very famous brands out there, the way they, they bring fashion together, right? So I am just amazed that we do have that similarity. I was also a marketing person, you know, a little bit of sales as well. Yeah, I get you, right? Trying to convince the uh, consumer to get our product. It's just uh, very different from coaching. Yeah, it's true. But I, I also see some links, you know, mm. like this idea of conversations. I love that idea. Yeah, that's right. We are, we are still having conversations with people. Maybe we're a little Absolutely. bit more, you know, accept what I want to say. Yeah. But there's still a bit of conversation there. It's a little bit of, um, you know, this push and this pull. Mm. So, um, but but you're right. They're 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 different. But I see a few links. So mm. it was uh, interesting to. There was a bit of a break though for me when I moved to coaching. I must admit. Mm. So tell us about that break first before we hit on to the next phase of your life, which is coaching. So what what happened in the in the break? <laughs> so another powerful question. Thank you, Mel. <laughs> well, um, I was at a point where I had a team, Mel. Mm -hmm. I had a team of about 15 people. Yeah. I was a director, so I was happy. I was, um, you know, a reasonably satisfied person in the company, the last company mm -hmm. I was working for. This was 2012, so 11 years ago. Mm. Um, and I noticed that at the time, companies, including my own company, when there was an issue, so mm. something that needed to be addressed, they... Oh, you know, um, our company was saying, well, you can go on a course, hmm. you can be trained, yeah. you can be mentored, or you can just be told what to do. So the <laughs> boss would come in and say, look, this is a problem with this client, just do this now and let me know what happens. So it was a lot mm. of, there was a lot of problem solving and firefighting, mm. which was interesting. But then I suppose I noticed, and I noticed it a lot about myself mm. as well, Mel, that people would go back to old habits. They would, and, you know, I think about some of the courses I did myself, you know, you would be there in that room and it would be great at the time and you would be mm. given great slides and handouts and things yeah. to look at and action planning. But then you would just go away and put it all in a drawer and go back to old habits. Mm. So that, that had me thinking, you know, yeah. what else can we do? For ourselves and for other people as well to develop to increase our performance to work on potential and you know as we know with the implications those things might have not only at work but also elsewhere and then i saw i saw the um the ted video i know <laughs> i'm not promoting ted here but there was a great <laughs> ted talk in 2013 mel okay the one with bill gates i'm sure you know it yes where he says yeah that one there that was the one that that kind of <laughs> Had me thinking <laughs> about coaching because yeah. Bill Gates said everyone needs a coach. A coach, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that and that really started it. It was one of those, it was not the only thing, but it was one of those mm. things that started my journey. I remember that video, and I think he mentioned about his bridge coach, isn't it? Something like that. <laughs> exactly. And he said that um this bridge coach is so good because she was coaching by looking at the back of his head. 
while playing bridge. <laughs> Absolutely, isn't it? Oh man, it's a vast difference,、uh, if if I might say, from what you were saying, of the directive, you know, the problem solving, me giving you the answer. And even as you've gone through all of that training after that and that in between, there's only so much that we can put into place, I guess, in a culture where it's still functioning as the way it is. Um, perhaps not really open to coaching at that point. Maybe it's new for them. Things has been done in a similar fashion for X number of years. So I'm just curious, Peter. How did you influence that bit of change into that organization? Well,、uh, the 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 thing that happened after the video mail was that I decided <laughs> to find out more. Okay, about coaching. So、mm. I I didn't even know how to say the word correctly because living now in Italy, there were different、mm. ways of actually saying the word, pronouncing the word,、mm. like I、mm. presume would happen with a French person trying to say an English word or a German person or people from other cultures, other countries. Yeah. So first, I had to say work out how to say the word correctly. Um, and then I decided to find out more about it. So I went on、mm. my first coaching course. It lasted twelve months with through an ICF coaching school. Mm. And then I went back to my company and said, "Look, I found out that there are different. There's a different way of doing things. There's a different、mm. way of having." And Mel, I'd like to be honest. I don't really even like to call this coaching all the time. Yes, I, I talk about strategic conversations. That's、mm. one of the words I learned from a friend many, many years ago. So I went back to my company and said, "The last company I worked for before leaving, before、mm. setting up my own company." Yeah. And I said, "Look, I think we can have more strategic conversations here,、mm. and I'd like to show you what how it works. I'd like to test it. I'd like to coach or have these conversations with some people from different parts of the company. You know, different divisions, different business areas,、yeah. and so on.、Yeah. And they were very open to it. So、That's、I became、good. one of their internal coaches, man. Wow! So I started building, 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 one block at a time.、Mm. One block at a time, one conversation at a time, one perspective shift at a time. You know, slowly but surely. And and did that kind of、um, gather momentum for you in that company? Do you think? Now that's a great question, Mel, because I felt more momentum、mm. inside. Wow. Because as I was as I was doing the work, I was feeling and I saw the shifts. I saw people having shifts,、mm. mm-hmm. having new thoughts, yeah, having the time with somebody to have this strategic conversation and think about his or her own potential and what to do and what not to、yeah. do and what to be and what not to be.、Mm. But I was doing all this myself internally. And I think the great thing about being coaches, by the way, is that we do this all the time. I think with our clients because、yeah. it's about them, of course. It's partnership. It's co-construction. We are、right. learning together. That's right. So every conversation taught me something,、mm. small, medium, or large. And then so this this kind of、um, this percolated, and it got、mm. to a point, Mel, where I just thought coaching is getting so important now, and I'm changing as a person. Yeah, I'm growing as a person. That I need to decide whether I continue coaching full time or if、mm. I continue to do this sort of semi coaching internally plus、mm. my normal marketing job.、Mm. And the decision was made. 
Well, I want to say congratulations on that move. I speak to quite many coaches, right? And what gets me all the time is how coaching impacts their life and how they allow that shift internally to lead them to that place, you know, whatever that place is, whatever that's called. And, and again, sometimes it's for them to move from their role in the organization, if they are internal, and start doing a bit of coaching, like what you did, right? And then a little bit more, and then a little bit more until a point where they realize that I can do this perhaps outside there as well, and work with other people, other cultures, other organizations, and create that ripple effect. I don't know what that shifts were for you that you kind of said, this is time for me. What was that tipping point for you as you entered full-time? The time came because I was lucky. I mean, I think we create luck. We don't just be lucky. (laughs) But I was lucky because... And now we're up to about 2014, Seema. So I've been coaching internally for a couple of years. Yeah. I've been continuing to look at coaching, you know, reading. Yeah. um, Continue to to work as a a coach informally outside of uh, my company. Yeah. And then it came to a point where a couple of colleagues, a couple of people I met at the first coaching course said, Mm. can we not do something here? Because it looks like it's the time in countries like Italy. Wow. And I think about, you know, other countries as well, in Europe at least, where coaching was starting to grow. Yeah. And people were becoming more aware of what coaching Mm. was. Mm. And so they said, can we not set something up like a little company, a little partnership? And we had a meeting. We actually met in my house. (laughs) And uh, one of the one of the guys now is so incredible. He said, I believe in what we're about to do so much. I've decided to print business cards for us. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave us business cards that day. And he gave us T-shirts as well with the logo, the company logo. The first company I ever worked for, you know, as a coaching company. Yeah. And that was, that was one thing. That was one really important thing. Mm. Um, the other really mm. important thing which tipped me over towards mm. coaching was that I had already started networking and um doing voluntary work for icf Mm. so i i I do work for icf voluntarily and i have been working for icf voluntarily since 2014 um many many sort of events and seminars and webinars and so on and it got to the point where the networking was just sending me a message you know there are (laughs) there are these people that are coaching out there and they're asking Mm. you actually to do coaching with them team coaching or different situations yeah so that it just it just built as you said one block at a time one conversation at a time and then i just left i left the company Mm. wow this is amazing let me just say that and it's also because i know all of the friends that i have in the family (laughs) as i like to call it they've gone and impacted hundreds if not you know thousands of people along the way along their journey it all starts with this moment at that point of time when you said yes to step out and tell me about that first couple of moments after that what happened as you stepped out and yes you said um you worked with this uh, couple of friends on the side right this this coaches that came together 
And I'm sure you also were starting your own Peter, right? Peter Busby, the coach. Sorry, the Italian speaking coach from the UK. <laughs> Good. Thank you for saying that. I do. I do speak two languages, of course. Yeah. Well, it was the journey had already started, of course, Mel. Yes. But I suppose when I did leave mm. my marketing role, I went through and I used the word painful, but mm. also enlightening couple of months in terms of rebranding, in terms of thinking about myself differently, yeah. no longer as a marketeer. Mm. Then it was more about marketing myself. So the, the link that I mentioned at the beginning today it was still there. I was still going to use my marketing skills in a certain sense, but now to sell myself only. Yeah. Or myself, along with these other colleagues I was working with, and, and other things were happening at the time, which I won't go into. It, get, yeah. it got a bit complex. I started networking extensively. Mm. I used my LinkedIn. I linked in with many people. And, and Mel, that was also fantastic because I had the opportunity after almost 20 years with my phone ringing all day and wow. at night as well, that my phone stopped ringing. Because I wasn't, I was no longer yes. an employee for this company, and I didn't really have a coaching practice as such. Yeah. So I was able to connect with all these people who I hadn't met in so many years—friends, mm. former colleagues, you know—and and then new people as well, clients and and other coaching people and colleagues from ICF and the family, as you yeah. said. I like that word, by the way. <laughs> and um, and I offered a lot of things for free. I was, um, it was, it was very much about self-promotion and having people asking them to experiment coaching. So there was a lot of free work and mm. no money, no money, Mel, <laughs> just nothing. I mean, really year one, a couple of thousand dollars. That was it. So wow. I had to rely mm. on savings. Absolutely. Had to rely mm. on savings. But I, I believed so much in this yeah. and I was helped on the way by ICF because they just encouraged me and they said, look, coaching is growing and you can come and work for us. You can be one of our volunteers. They asked me to become what's called one of their local ambassadors now, mm. which means that I was there to share what coaching was, talk about the culture, talk about the approach, show coaching live through sessions. And we did this in different places in mm. Italy, different events. And all those friends that I made are now friends that I go to dinner with. <laughs> I go hiking with at the weekends when it's nice mm. and warm. Mm. We share experiences. We we do things together. Mm. And then, you know, the clients just came. And it was yeah. it was kind of spontaneous. But there was that initial, wow, this is not going to be easy. But I <laughs> believed in it. And I persisted. Yeah. And I didn't give up. Mm. I didn't. Well, congratulations again. Um, Thank you. There, there are numbers that show, right, that um, on one side, if you persevere, if you hold the fort, and if you, as you say, believe in it and network and, and put yourself out there, um, things eventually work out. And then there are those who who have obviously known, have heard of, of them going back into employment. And again, there is nothing wrong with that. It happens. Maybe at this point, I know you said things already. Things could have been different. 
I do remember my time when I decided to 100% get out there without employment. That was the year 2010. And it was scary. You know, the connections that I had, as you said, the calls, the busyness, you know, for me, the hit hunters that kept on calling me stopped calling. There was a point that I needed to shift in that being that I'm no longer that marketing person is exactly what you said. And now the coach. And it takes that moment in time, whatever that moment is, to step into that role, step into that person and make it something out there. It's wow. a tough Congratulations, journey. Congratulations, Mel. Congratulations. <laughs> That's one Thank from you. me. You're saying that journey. Thank I, you. I, I see it and I feel it and I hear it. Perhaps um, some encouragement, perhaps, or some some insights that you might have for, for the ones that are now taking that step, walking away from that full-time employment into that new adventure ahead. What would you say? Yeah, what would you share with them? Wow, that, that needs a little bit of thought. Um, I'd say that because coaching is a different way of not only talking or speaking with people, but it's a different mm. way of relating to people. It's a different way of being. It will teach you so much. It is such a fantastic journey. Not mm. that other journeys are fan aren't fantastic, because you mm. know there's. I think there's like this idea now of sliding doors, right? So you know, I could have done something different, and yeah. I'm sure it would have been fantastic. Of course, equally fantastic, but I don't know because you know the, the decision decision has been made that's right so i i i i, I would say trust it mm. trust that that journey will teach you so many things that it will be worth it and i don't use the word money deliberately because i don't yeah. think i'm not i'm not i'm not doing this for the money i'm not doing it for the money i'm doing it for the joy mm. and i'm doing it for the gratitude I say these things, Mel, because of something recently that happened to me as well. And I, and this helped me think back to where I started and why I'm continuing to do this because yeah. I was in, I was at the ICF national conference, right? In, um, in Italy, we had it in, um, Genoa. So I was part of the team of MCCs. We were asked to do some work with the, uh, the people attending the conference. It was about hundred, mm. no, over 200 people came to the conference. So it was incredible, yeah. a really incredible experience. And one thing, Mel, that they asked us to do before even attending the conference was define the word diversity. Mm. And my definition was something along the lines of knowing we are travelers and that we meet people who can teach us something. Mm. And, that, and that was what happened when I started and that's what I think coaching does for us. It helps us travel. It helps us meet people. It helps us learn things. And, you know, how beautiful is that? Mm. So trust the beauty of the journey and you will be grateful for doing this. I, I, I just, there are just some words that come to mind, but I don't know how yeah. those resonate with you. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like me even reaching out to you and saying, Hey, I noticed you're in Rome and, and I'm coming. 
<laughs> would you like you would you like to journey with me right using your words uh just for a short while and that was a beautiful walk we had and a little bit of a sit down um we went a little deeper it started to drizzle and we said you know shall we walk shall we just sit it will just sat we watch people dance <laughs> oh yeah that's true we talked some they... more yeah then we walked yeah and then and then we said goodbyes or perhaps see you next time it's intentional we even shared about our mcc journeys <laughs> remember that one which we're going to talk about very very soon all right <laughs> and it was beautiful so peter thank you for journeying with me thus far i'm, I'm loving this journey <laughs> i can't mm. wait to see what's next <laughs> there we go and so i remember you telling me you took a while to get that courage to put in that application for the mcc tell us about that journey so that we can all learn together <laughs> yeah that was um that was a tough one um it was a brave moment for me, Mel, I must admit. There we go. I like yeah. that word brave. I know brave Love isn't it. written in our competencies, but it's one of the words I, I sometimes use to go beyond the competencies yeah. because Same. I think the coaching competencies help us and they yeah. help us whatever we're doing, whatever credential we have, mm. and they're there to guide us. They're, that's the process. That's, that's the, um, the reassurance that we're doing yeah. the work that ICF wants us to do. But I think it comes to the point where we are going to be brave. And my brave moment was that moment. It was um, it was 2020, Mel. And I had my meeting with my mentor, my trusted mentor, <laughs> who I met through a lucky, another one of those lucky things <laughs> in my life. I met this guy. He's, he's incredible. Mm. And he said to me, he said, are you here for the next step? And I said, well, I'm, it's a journey. It's a, it's, it is a journey, but I'm here for my MCC. And he said something to me, Mel, which really shocked me. Mm. But it was one of the most incredible things that I that I did. And I recommend anybody before they even start thinking about the next level, whatever that next level might be. He said, give me recordings, many recordings of your sessions so I can listen to you. You can listen to yourself and then we can listen to them together. And I hadn't any recordings at all. Now, self-reflective i do that i'm you know competency two it's all there mm. but i never recorded myself so that was like <laughs> really but that's so true it's so inspiring it's so enlightening it's like starting again yeah. it's like starting from scratch it's like starting anew and then the dilemma came well, mm. which was as you rightly said before what language <laughs> Do I do this in? Because I speak fluent Italian and, you know, mother tongue equivalent, obviously from London. Yeah. And I decided to do it all in Italian, <laughs> which was like, I, I, I don't know if, I don't know about your journey, but I wonder how many MCCs or even colleagues at other levels do things in a different language from their mother tongue. Mm. But I just felt mm. like I was more in the river at that time in Italian. So I started recording myself, being mentored, being prepared trial and error you know um reviewing the experiences together the sessions mm. and my mentor encouraged me 
so deeply. So I was getting closer to Everest and uh, the Everest was uh, reached this year. Mm -hmm. They're just some thoughts that come to mind regarding this brave, brave <laughs> journey, the next part of my journey. It kind of seemed like the uh, the whole lockdown experience, uh, pun intended, was a bit of a, a lockdown as you dive deep inside yourself to come up resonating with Italian you know, and coaching in Italian because it's been resonating within you for x number of years right and that is so brave as well and as well as beautiful i remember you telling me that you were seriously thinking about whether you should actually coach and record in english or should you do it in italian i'm just excited for you that you chose the other it was uh, uh... I don't know if it was even conscious. It was rather mm. just intuition. Well, wow. it was very much a feeling. It was very much a, a being. Mm. I just felt I was being even more right now at well, that time, sorry, with my clients and the people I was um, privileged to coach mm. in that second language, which sounds mm. like that language and that culture and that being just <laughs> just went, came into me. And it just, as you said, resonated and... Um, yeah. And I think back and I think, did I, did I really do all that? You know, and I do it now, but um, at the time when I decided to, you know, to take this um, next step yeah. in my journey towards the, um, I, I call it, I called it my Everest at the time. It really was. Mm. And it was really cold <laughs> at the start, <laughs> just as Everest is very cold, snowy. Yeah. And, and not, not everyone gets there. And if they do, it's a life-changing experience. And it brought me to, to think about what you said the last time we met, about how you not just spoke in Italian, but you brought in some colloquial words and expressions for a particular leader in an organization. Tell us about the importance of that as we are coaches, as we are doing our work and how important to build that kind of trust and, and rapport with our clients? You know, as, I think as coaches, Matt, we are vulnerable. So yeah. we will be making mistakes. We will be doing things that are wrong. We, of course, I, I yeah. think at least want to need to ask for feedback from our clients. So we are the best versions of ourselves, but also for them. Yeah. And sometimes these expressions just come out because we are who we are. Mm. We have been on our own individual unique journeys. Yeah. So I like to use my intuition sometimes. And sometimes it might get to that, as you said, <laughs> that colloquial expression, which comes out. And then I suppose the thing that I try to be as careful about as I can is just mm. saying this is this is this is this is what I think this is what I feel this is what I want to share with you but I mm. don't know what it means for you yeah how it sounds to you yeah. and if it makes any sense to you because if it doesn't no problem at all that's right so there's a bit of vulnerability there and I love that part of coaching by the way mm. and it took me a long time to learn that a long mm. time, really a long time. That was part of my Everest, actually. Thanks for saying that, you know. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs>
You're welcome. Times have changed since you and I started this journey. I would dare say it's a lot different, even though there are similarities to what it was maybe 10, 15 years ago. But then there are also lots of um, differences. I, I reckon one of the good things is that our clients are becoming more informed and more aware about coaching and about the the impact that it can bring to the organization. So I guess this is the kind of a future-paced question. We're currently in this era of our of our year. And what, what do you notice as will be some important things that are coming along our way that we need to uh, pay attention to? Mm. So it's almost like talking about the next part of the journey. <laughs> That's how it's coming, landing with me, Mel. I, you know, I, I'm, I mean, coaching right now, and mm. this is something I'm extremely grateful for, and this is what you're saying, is that it's becoming more... I don't like the word popular, but people are more informed now. Yeah. Because at the beginning of my career, Mel, people were saying, but are you therapists? <laughs> Do you ask me, will you ask me to lie down somewhere? Yeah. Do you have a pendulum? Yeah. And I thought, we're a long way from <laughs> this journey, you know, reaching a sort of a point that yeah. makes sense for both of us because we don't yeah. do those things. We do other things. So as I said before, there's... um. You know, I, the word coaching did create confusion in Italy. I yeah. think it still does. That's why I use this word now. I say strategic conversations, strategic and I think yeah. that helps. So it's about, you know, explaining what we do very clearly and being extremely clear as to what we can't achieve together. Mm. And this will help you. This will help yeah. you reach what you want to reach. It will help you not only use those things, those talents, those abilities, those things you're great at, mm. but also develop new talents, new abilities, things that you can also add to get where you want to get. Now, I say all this because this is a journey which in Italy, in my opinion, is still happening. So mm. this journey from not knowing what coaching is to what coaching is, it's, um, yeah. it's still a little bit niche, more of a niche market here. But we are growing, which is um, which is part of the journey, which I'm also on as one of the coaches in Italy. And also, I, I also coach abroad, but um, I talk about Italy because that's one of the markets I work in more. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Now, right now, and I was actually on the news this morning, I keep getting this thing about AI, you mm -hmm. know, artificial intelligence, Mel. Yeah. You know, how is that impacting? What will it change? And who will be losing out? as a consequence and you know my thought is this and i don't know what you think is that ai is great in answering questions you pose a question and ai will give you an answer now mm. what the answer ai gives you depends on what's available on the internet so it could be yeah. rubbish it could be excellent it could be effective or ineffective but i think coaches are there to ask great questions mm. And I don't think AI can do that yet. And I wonder if they'll ever be able to do it. So I think we still have a really important place in the world. Mm. And I don't see that changing for a long time. So mm. I see we can we can continue to be part of a system 
and offer something which is different and um and uh, and powerful along with training along with mentoring along with all those other things and of course along with ai thank you peter um i flow along that same stream uh i feel that ai and and all of that are enablers that they're not particularly there to remove anything at this point of time at least um they are to enhance things and yet there is that bit of that human side wouldn't just say about the emotions but a lot more than just this that um being human is a gift and it's something that we have that actually creates this difference it's like having dinner with someone and throughout that dinner you might bring out different topics that you will talk about from politics that we may not agree on to the news to something about something happening in a different part of the world and then suddenly we're talking about a bit of coaching <laughs> and then another topic so it's it's random but it's just this beautiful meeting point isn't it and the vastness of this of this meeting point it's just so breathtaking the opportunity for creation just just blooms but you just inspired me to say something a little bit funny but actually quite true in my opinion yeah. that in italy during that dinner there's one topic that you didn't mention which is a very it's an enabler but it's mm. su it's such a common topic it's talking about food that's right <laughs> <laughs> as you probably saw when you came over italians here and i apologize to my colleagues but i think many of them will agree the italian people will spend dinner talking about <laughs> what they're eating what they ate yeah and what they would like to eat <laughs> i think that's what i enjoyed you know because as <laughs> as a person with asian heritage it's the same we're eating something and we're talking about wanting to eat some other thing <laughs> it's all the time right it, it's like sometimes even a competition have you have you have you tried this you know are you oh, Shall shall we <laughs> go to dessert next? Well, we haven't even <laughs> haven't even done the starter yet, right? <laughs> and we're absolutely. Yeah. I think well, we'll take it to the next level. It's not only food for the stomach, yeah. but it's food for us, as yeah. you said, as we are randomly conversing. Yeah, and and see where it leads. It can lead yeah. to many places, and I think mm. every place will be a good place. We can learn something, as I said before. You know, this idea of learning from everybody as we travel. As our limited travel time <laughs> continues, because it is unfortunately quite limited, I think it's uh, it's so fast, isn't it? How short a time we are here for? Wow, that's why I'm I'm so grateful, really. Well, because of the traveling, it's um it's not that Absolutely. long, to be honest. I think I I'd love to live forever, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I I resonate with you. I mean, um, getting to my five series, right? The you know, it's different. It's and it's so wonderful. Um, and it's something that I remind myself every single day now, more so than when I was in my fall series. The time is uh, precious, you know. 
I, I'd like to say something else, if I may, and it's um, you're inspiring me to say it as we're having this incredible conversation, is that near to my place here in Rome, mm. I have um, there's a, a sort of a famous um, a famous um, food shop. Mm-hmm. Can I say the name? Oh yes, please. Okay, it's Italy. Maybe <laughs> you've heard of it. They have a they have a shop in New York, and they have a shops all around oh, the world wow. now. Yeah. It was um it's it's um an entrepreneur in Turin who created this Italy experience. There are mm. big eating experiences and it's about the Italian eating experience. Mm. And at the entrance, Mel, to the store here in Rome, and it's really big. It used to be a train station, then they sort of refurbished it and it's now become this really big eatery. At the entrance it says something like life is too short to eat or drink badly (laughs) (laughs) so So, true (laughs) yeah so life's too short to to not do what we're passionate about that's what i'd say and i'm passionate about coaching and i i offer that to anybody who listens to this that we ideally we do what we're passionate about Mm. life's too short to do anything different so true you know uh, every every good thing must come to a close, uh, at least for now, Peter. Really want to thank you for this conversation. But before we go, before we go, I still I still have one or two up my sleeve. Don't you worry. <laughs> the first <Ready>? one, <laughs> the first one, because you're so special. I want to say this. I want you to say something in Italian. And of course, uh, it it ain't gonna impact me that much because I, I've got to find out what it is. But just for people who speak the language and you speak it so beautifully, to say something to inspire them, even right now. I will say what I think about diversity and I'll say that in Italian because that's sure. what I did when I went to the conference wow. in Genoa. Please go ahead. Dunque colleghi tutti vi saluto. E vi ricordo che secondo me la diversità è come essere in viaggio sapendo di poter incontrare persone da cui imparare qualcosa. E questo ci arricchisce secondo me. È un arricchimento, è un viaggio e vi incoraggio a viaggiare insieme a queste, tutte queste persone. I can back translate if you like, Mel. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it as it is because that was beautiful. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. I just define diversity in it in from my from my perspective. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Any last thoughts in English <laughs> that you'd like to share <laughs> with our audience today? Oh, so many things. So many things. Um you know, I think if if I had uh, the opportunity, Mel, to go back and just start all over again, mm. if I could go back, you know, I had a time machine, Mel, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I wouldn't because, and I don't really talk about the coaching right now, yeah. because all these sliding doors that I missed or I managed to, you know, get into before the doors closed led me to where I am today. And I mean, my family. I mean, my friends, I mean, my colleagues, I mean, my clients, I mean, my children, I mean, my career. 
Mm. Now, every now and again with some close friends of mine, Mel, I, 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 I have this conversation about, well, what would you have done differently? Mm. And everybody shares and I say, well, I might have become a doctor because I thought about that at the time. And then I decided yeah. to work in economics and my degree and, yeah. and marketing. Yeah. But then I think, don't great doctors listen to their patients? Yeah. And don't great doctors ask questions and not only give you the answers. And I'm lucky to have a doctor who does that. He doesn't only give yeah. you the prescription, prescription. or the, the drug or the <laughs> send you to the pharmacy. Yeah. So again, you know, I think, well, I could have done that, but then it's still about questions. It's still about listening. It's still about being a learn um, a colleague who can offer mm. something, mm. inform colleague. Yeah. So it still makes sense to me that I, I, I've, I've been on this journey and I continue on this journey and I love this journey. So yeah. nothing to regret, only things to be thankful for, really every day. Just something from me. Thank you. And I am so glad that you've walked through these sliding doors and we're able to meet in Rome. We're able to have this conversation again today. And yeah, sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, Peter, for being my friend now. And <laughs> it's true. And I look forward to that journey ahead. I look forward to it too. And I'm glad we've been on this journey together today. And um, if anybody has any comments, then I look forward to hearing from other people's journeys as well. It'd be wonderful. Love to learn from anybody and everybody. But thank you so much for your time, Mel. It's been a real, real, real pleasure. The pleasure is mine. This has been the 100 Master Coaches show today with Peter and myself, Mel, saying... Continue being on that journey. Continue to seek for that inner person. As you find it, continue to walk intently and passionately towards your destination. So with that, take care now, everyone. Ciao. Ciao. You have been watching the 100 Master Coaches series with your host, Coach Mel, MCC. Brought to you by Catalyst Coach. www.catalystcoach.live We will be right back with our next Master Coach on the 100 Master Coaches series.